0: harp on sports with seth harp you know what time it is three two one let's do this Go, Go Blue harp on sports and the bar Harpon sports audio media podcasting network follow share subscribe like at Harpon sports twitter at Harpon sports instagram Harponsports.com, harp on sports the facebook page um you can check us out on all those platforms all right Here's what we have in store for you on this edition of the program. It's been, what, 10 days since I've done this? Went on a little vacation, needed it. Here we go. Uh, here's what we have in store. i got three different things. Baseball's at its break. The All-Star break is here for baseball. Also, less Miles in a little bit of a shadow after they allegedly paid a player to go away after he was being bullied on campus. The family is upset. They're threatening legal action. What Kansas did was wrong, in a sense, but what this family is doing, I have zero sympathy for them. None. Zero. Zip. I'll explain that. And also, realize something. You know, there's a lot of international soccer what the Euro Cup going on. Fantastic. Extremely entertaining. We, Team USA, are going to be qualifying for the World Cup again. Going to be competing in the Olympics in soccer, right? And it dawned on me with something that took place to Team USA in basketball. Team USA loses to Nigeria, and it's football's fault. Yeah, I'm going to explain why it's football's fault that Team USA isn't getting better in other sports. So we're going to look at that as well. Where to start? Going to start with baseball and its all-star game and its break. Okay, here we are at the all-star break, and baseball's in good shape. Baseball's in strong shape as it heads to the postseason. I was just looking at some numbers here. Think about this. Here's where we are standing wise Red Sox, White Sox, Astros all in first place. Okay. Chicago, Boston, Houston. Okay. You have your villain in there with the Astros. That's good stuff. Uh, the Rays, A's, and Mariners contending for those wild card slots. Okay. Who would you want of that group? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It really, really doesn't could be tampa great could be the A's, great their own fans don't care Rays fans don't care i guess mariners from an optic standpoint at least it'll look good in the postseason what used to be Safeco fields interesting but the american league's right where you want it in the national league mets giants brewers all in first place oh okay we can live with that can't we mets giants brewers there you go wild card dodgers padres and the reds flirting around there with at least the Padres, you have Fernando Tatis Jr. The Dodgers loaded, as always. I They've got a little bit of an incident on their hands, don't they, with this whole Trevor Bauer situation going on. But still, nonetheless, you've got your powers where they need to be. The Yankees aren't there. They're not. The Cubs look to be sellers here at the break. Um, so, yeah, it's not the perfect postseason, but baseball and it's, I wouldn't say resurgence, but baseball has more eyeballs on it this year. More people are interested. More people are watching. This is a good thing. This yes, this is a good thing. So baseball, at least at the at the midway point here at the All-Star break, a little bit past the All-Star break, the teams are positioned where you want them. Now, here's baseball's, I should say, dilemma in the second half. What holds the water? What's the interesting thing? I can tell you the most interesting interesting thing in my book. It's Otani. I think it's Otani. It is. And... I mean, the dude's got 33 home runs, 70 RBI. But the problem with Otani is, okay, let's say he hits 60 home runs. Say he drives in 140 runs. Fantastic. He's not going to be in the postseason because the Angels aren't going to make it. So here's this guy that's the most captivating guy in the sport. Not going to be in the postseason. And the Angels haven't made the postseason for five years. Think about your more entertaining, most exciting guys in the game. DeGrom, pitcher, you see him once every five days. Okay, who else do you have? Fernando Tatis Jr. Great. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh, okay. Guy's a stud, right? Got a chance to see him. Yeah, we we could see him in the postseason. You bet we could. He's in the right team, right? He's in the right organization. At least in terms of a playoff standing. I I just look at this. And in the NBA, 95% of your stars make the postseason. In football, that's not the case. A good chunk of them do. A good chunk of them do baseball. They don't know. We need to expand the field. Eh, I don't know if it's expanding the field. Baseball gets what now? Five teams. And, and depending on how your play in goes for the wild card, you know, you get more teams You get 10 out of 30 in baseball. That's a third. What's football give us now? 14 out of 32. It's around half. The NBA gives us 16 out of 30. Hockey gives us more than half. So, you could expand it even more. Baseball did this last year, you just lead to sweeps in the first round. Now we did have one upset last year when Cleveland got bounced early. But still, it's one of these things that even if you expanded it, here's what I thought was interesting. Even if you expanded it and went to six teams in each league, Angels still wouldn't make it. So the most the most exciting guy in the game, you know, Tatis is hanging on by a string with the Padres. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Great, you've got these young stars that are coming up, and we're gonna we, we may get to see both of those guys. But the most exciting guy in the game, the most captivating guy in the game, the Babe Ruth of this era, which he is, he is. Otani is the Babe. We're not even going to see him. So my advice to Otani is: don't resign with the Angels here after a year. Don't. Shouldn't sign with them. Shouldn't shouldn't resign with them. Go sign with the Dodgers. Sign sign with the the Red Sox. The Yankees. The Giants, I don't know if those teams are willing to do it. I don't know who's got the money, but at least those teams make the playoffs every other year. The Indians. The Indians, for crying out loud, Cleveland makes the postseason more than the Angels do. And the Angels have the best all-around player in the game, Mike Trout, and the Babe Ruth of this era. Now Trout's been hurt. But here we are at the All-Star break, and you've got all these cool things, and the ratings are up, and more people are interested. But yet, you still scratch your tempo a little bit and say, well, we're going to miss out on this major star in the postseason. It's where memories are made, right? Baseball's regular season is all about tracking down historic numbers, and everybody's pretty much done that. I don't know the next historic number that can be tracked down. I don't. What, what Zach Grinke's got, what, 218 wins? Is he going to get to 382 more wins? Well, that's that's just stockpiling regular season stats. I don't know how you get there. Albert Pujols, yeah, he's with the Dodgers. He he could get to 700 home runs next year, but see what I'm saying? We've been there and done that in a lot of these things. There's no special number. I've said time and time again, if baseball wants to capture the attention, now it's impossible to do it now because nobody's done it. If baseball wants to capture the attention and and, and grab everybody's eyeballs all summer long, somebody's got to track down Joe DiMaggio. That's the last thing. Day in and day out, if somebody could track down Joe DiMaggio, and you don't have to get there, if somebody get to 40, 45, It'd be mesmerizing. But again, baseball at the break, it's a good thing. It's a step in the right direction. But if you're a big star, the Otanis of the world, trout, Angels just don't make the postseason. They don't. So something to think about there. So we have that. A couple of other things, too. And the next two things are football related. But one of them really doesn't have anything to do with football. Actually, they really both don't have anything to do with football on the field, per se. On the field. I wrote this name down because I knew I would forget it. Caperton Humphrey. Chances are you've never heard of Caperton Humphrey. You're going to hear a lot about him this week. Caperton Humphrey was a football player at the University of Kansas. Kansas is probably the worst FBS football program in the country. It's awful. And Les Miles made it worse. Les Miles was fired. Kansas is a mess. Fine. Now we have this story that comes out on this Caperton Humphrey. Les Miles in Kansas apparently paid Caperton Humphrey to go away. That's according to a news story, and you can check this out. It's all over the place, that Caperton Humphrey, his family was paid $50,000 in expenses. I want to make sure I get this right. They were paid $50,000 in expenses to leave campus, to to. Hang it up. Why? Well, Kansas Kansas did something that was poorly thought out. And the Humphrey family did something that I find repulsive. I do. I find it repulsive. Kansas had a problem with Caperton Humphrey and his teammates. They didn't get along. Didn't get along. Caperton Humphrey said his teammates didn't like him. They loosened the lug nuts on the tire of his car is what he said. They stormed into his residence and threatened him. Police were called, but no police report was filed. Keffert and Humphrey told on his teammates for selling marijuana. Allegedly. Allegedly selling it, but he did. He knocked them out. So, you can kind of see where this is going, right? But my issue with all of this, right? LSU apparently $50,000 go away. Les Miles blew it by... <laughs> This archaic way of thinking. We're just gonna settle it on the field. You guys settle it on the field. Well, it's 2021. It doesn't work that way anymore. It doesn't work that way anymore. Was it Chris James? Is that Craig James's kid that Mike Leach stuck in the in the closet or stuck in the shed? Big stink was raised. Mike Leach, Texas or Texas Tech, what a mess. Mike Leach eventually gone. Now, <laughs> here's the issue with this: you settle it on the field. This is how, and it's tough in this day and era of how you settle this. You bring both sides in. You say, hey, knock it off. That's it. That's it. I hear one more thing out of either side when it comes to this. I hear one more thing. Loosening of the lug nuts. Uh, You guys going into his house of residence or his residence unannounced. Done. Done. I don't want to hear any more of it. You two get together. We're going to work this out right now. I'm tired of hearing this crap. That's how you approach it as a coach. You're going to get along. You're going to get along. I'm going to kick all of you off the team. And that's what he probably should have done. He probably should have just got rid of everybody. But here's another layer to this. How is this story getting out? Well, the Humphrey family, after agreeing and signing a confidentiality agreement and taking the $50,000 in benefits, decided to tell everybody about it. One of the rules here, and I want to make sure I get this right. One of the stipulations of the $50,000 in benefits was to not publicly disparage the University of Kansas. Right or wrong, whether or not Kansas did the right thing, you agreed to it, you took the money, and you still squealed. You still talked. That's what a confidentiality agreement is. And look, your son never filed a police report. Look, if somebody loosens the lug nuts on my car, I'm calling the cops, I'm filing a police report. He obviously felt comfortable calling the police. Now, Pops in this situation is the one speaking to the press, which is, this is one of these things that I look at and I said, okay, look, you, you took the money, a non-disclosure agreement. It's zip. He's talking. If I were Kansas, I'd sue him. I would. If I were Kansas, I'd sue him for $50,000. Now what Kansas did, was it wrong? Yeah, question about paying somebody to go away. Hey, athletic departments do it all the time. Didn't that happen up in Tallahassee with a certain young lady, Jameis Winston, they pay her to be quiet. Athletic departments pay people all the time. Boosters pay to have guys fired. Here, here's the money. Go fire him. I know all too much about boosters, right? Boosters, not a big fan of me. Why? Because boosters are some of the dirtiest people on the planet. So I, I just, I look at all of this and this is one of these things that's going to, Oh, Kansas is terrible. Kansas is terrible. All right, fine. Well, what Kansas did? Eh, questionable ethically. The less miles out of touch, it's why he's gone. on the field. Yes, yeah, sure. All those things fair. But if I pay you 50 grand and the agreement is you're not gonna publicly disparage me. And then you go out and publicly disparage me, I want my money back. I would, if I were Kansas, I'd sue him. I would, I'd sue him. Will they? I don't know. Kansas probably just wants this thing to go away. Now they're gonna want it's just bad publicity. It is. And these non-disclosure agreements and going forward, if I were a school and I had a situation like this, I'd put it in writing, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pay you. If you publicly speak about this, you owe us three times as much money as we're paying you. I don't know if you can do that, but I put those terms in there. This is the issue that you have with like Peyton Manning and the former, was it the female trainer, that this kept coming up again and again. And he kept having to cut another check and cutting another check. It's like, oh, oh okay, well, once I paid you once to be quiet, I got to pay you again. It's extortion, isn't it? Like you don't have to pay. You want money? You want you? you think you were wrong? Fine, file charges. I, I don't. Looking back on it, I don't know what the Caperton Humphrey family wanted Kansas to do. What they want them to do? They paid them to go away. They want them to kick these kids off the team. We'll file a police report. Then they've got a record. It's it's a criminal proceeding at this point. I don't. Jim writing NDAs result in NDRs. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Again, what Kansas did was wrong, but. Sorry, if you take money, if you take a bribe, which you did, you take a bribe and then you cash in that bribe. And then a year later, you make it public. Zero sympathy for the Humphrey family. Well, you don't like it now that this happened. Well, tough, tough daddy. Garbage. OK, one more thing, one more thing. Here. Again, football, but not. Football. you're going to hear the last mile story all week long. You're gonna hear it all week long. It's gonna be one of these big things. Oh, what Les Miles did was terrible. I can't believe they didn't didn't do what they paid the family. They gave him an education. He left campus, and then they yeah no, nope, 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 nope. They they should give the money back. You want know, to sue him fine? Give the money back. The last thing, Team USA basketball lost to Nigeria. Under no circumstances should Team USA basketball lose to Nigeria. Well, they're a cohesive unit. There's NBA players on Nigeria. Yeah. There's, what, three or four Hall of Famers on Team USA? Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Ugly. And what do we learn from it? Well, it was just a preliminary game. I get it. And by the time the Olympics roll around, fine. And Team USA dominates. We've only lost, what, one? We failed to win the gold medal once the last 29 years. We won it in 92, we won it in 96, we won it in 2000, we won the bronze in 04, 08 we won gold, 2012 we won gold, 2016 we won gold, and this is the 2020 Olympics, even though it's 2021. So, I mean, here you have Dame Lillard, Kevin Durant, oh my god, all these stars, all these stars, Tatum. oh my god, just loaded, and they lose to Nigeria. Now, you can sit there and say, well, there's no Steph Curry, there's no LeBron. The second tier of American talent should be winning this. They should. Shouldn't lose to Nigeria. But it circles back around to something else. 29 years since Team USA, Jordan, Pippen, Bird, Magic, Barkley, that dream team, Ewing, Stockton, Malone, that dream team, Chris Mullen, Christian Laettner. It's 29 years since then. The rest of the world is caught up to some extent in basketball, haven't they? The world has caught up to us in basketball. They have. It took 29 years, but they've caught up to us to some extent. Should we win the gold? Yes, we're still we're still the favorites. Still gonna be the betting favorites. Should win it. But you look over the years, beating teams by 20, 30 points, that doesn't really happen anymore. And as I look at it, I, I, I just I take a step back and realize, wow, the, the rest of the world. Took a concerted effort. Basketball pushed them. The dream team, the success, it pushed them. Pushed them to be better. And look, Nigeria's number one sport's not basketball. Serbia's number one sport, it's not Serbia anymore, right? But then go back through and look about these individual countries. Argentina is their number one sport basketball. No. Giannis, the Greek freak, is Greece's number one sport basketball. So I look around at all these countries. And the talent that comes in here and Europeans, and and, now it's the first time Team USA has ever lost an African team. You you look at it and the rest of the the world's closed the gap. I was trying to think in the last 30 years, what have we closed the gap in as a country? What's Team USA closed the gap in in anything? I went through and looked soccer, nope. In boxing, we've lost ground. In boxing, we lost, we used five, six gold medals every year in the Olympics. Every time it came around, boxing, we've lost ground. Tennis, we've lost ground. Golf, I, I, we're still good. Right? Brooks Kefka's good. DeChambeau, I mean, we've got good American golfers. Tiger overshadowed that for so long. Now that golf's back in the Olympics, it's they don't really approach this right with only one winner. Right? Only one real event in golf, which... Eh, they, the opportunity over the course of two weeks to set up a Ryder Cup type of feel, but they don't. So fine. But I just look at all this... I, why is that? Why is that Well you have globalization of sports right now? European soccer you saw the Euro Cup you saw it on t v it was it's the number one sports story of the weekend here in America. It is so there's that that still exists or exists now at least coverage of that exists Wimbledon no American to be found so what's happened? Well, track and field were still really good, very good. But we've lost ground. How is that possible? And here's the answer. The obsession and overall domination of football. Even mediocre athletes now, mediocre is in terms of elite, you have your elite athletes. If Cassius Clay were a senior in high school, if if Cassius Clay, would he be an NBA small forward? Would Cassius Clay be a tight end in the NFL? He wouldn't be a boxer. He wouldn't. Would Joe Lewis be a, full, a running back in the NFL? What, what would Joe Lewis be? Would he be a linebacker? He wouldn't be a boxer. <laughs> right? Sonny Liston, look at all of these guys. Look at it. And, and I'm just, I'm, I'm using boxing as an example where we kind of faded off. But you have guys now that played other sports that all play football. Our obsession and our love of football. And it's great because it drives the sports economy in this country. It does. There's only four or five areas of the country where football is not number one. It's not king. Only four or five areas of the country that I can think of. St. Louis, right? Baseball's king. L.A., right? Basketball, baseball. The Lakers are big, but you know, i you'd be Lakers, right? I mean, Rams and, yeah. I can go through, I can find areas of the country where football's not king. Not very many. You can make a case, Boston. It's just few and far between. I, I just ran out of them, right? I try to think of someplace else. Maybe, well, are the Sabres bigger than the Bills? I don't Minnesota, the Vikings bigger than the wild. I, so as I went through and I looked at this, it's like, wow, we, we almost, we lost to Nigeria. how this happen? Well, what's this mean? The fact is we've closed, you know, the rest of the world's closed the gap on us in basketball. We haven't closed the gap in soccer. We haven't closed the gap in other sports. Why? Because while well, our best athletes don't play those sports, that's true. That's true. But even our, you know, the let's say the top 10% all played football. Now the top 20% all play football our global our, our dominance our love affair with football has cost us boxing it's cost us tennis um it's cuz co- even think about like if you're a, a decent <laughs> if you're a decent quarterback and also a tennis player you're going to go play College football, right? Because how many full-ride tennis scholarships are there out there? For crying out loud, baseball, these guys don't even get 100% scholarships. Basketball, you get 100% scholarships. And football, you get 100% scholarship, right? Their sports don't offer those. They don't offer complete full rides. Now, our women's sports have caught up, but men's sports? Football. Why? Well, basketball, we're not dominating like we used to be. Yeah, the rest of the world caught up. They made a concerted effort to catch up. We haven't made a concerted effort to catch up in soccer. We haven't made a We've fought, lost ground in boxing and tennis. Because our better athletes play football. Football comes at a cost. It has. And it's cost us the inability to close the gap on these other sports where these other countries have closed the gap on us. That's what the Team Nigeria win over Team USA shows me. All right. Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, the podcast, audio media, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports, Twitter at Harp on Sports, Instagram, harponsports.com, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page. Uh, you can listen to our podcast as well. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Buzzsprout. So there you go. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.